Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode nine of the Posters in Every Direction podcast. Play my cards best I can. And so we picked that song lyric uh, from the Dave Matthews Band song Angel to uh, lead in to our discussion today, which is a little bit, a little bit different. It's it's poster adjacent, as mm-hmm. Erica says. Yep. Um, and we're talking about a new merchandise item for the Dave Matthews Band 2023. Uh, tour mm-hmm. the poster trading card series yeah we thought this is a new um merch addition to uh the tour this year and it's getting a lot of buzz yeah there's there's a lot of discussion there's there's um facebook you know group commentary mm-hmm. there are ebay auctions mm-hmm. there are uh sales there are trades happening i'll talk about a specific trade that i had with a good mm-hmm. friend uh, shout out to Chris. Spoiler alert, but we'll get to that in a, in a few minutes. Um, this is directly related to posters because these are essentially miniature posters. Mini posters. Uh, they've added these in. This is, for, for our research, I mean, this is really the first that we've seen, um, except for there was a little 2017 Dave and Tim from Philadelphia show, these kind of caricatures yeah. of Dave and Tim. But this is the first series of trading cards Correct. that... The Dave Matthews Band have done. Yeah, the other one that I will kind of mention that's maybe a little bit similar, but but totally different in my mind, are the playing card decks mm-hmm. that the Dave Matthews yes. Band's done, e- either at shows or through the Dave warehouse. House. And for those of you that may not know, you can go back and and find some of those in prior mm-hmm. years. What what they did was they captured the imagery from gig posters for like an entire tour, right? And they put those poster images on. Playing cards. Yeah, a deck of cards. Um, a deck of cards, right? Mm-hmm. Your standard 52-card deck. So those are very cool. Yep. This is different. This is a, essentially a baseball card is what mm-hmm. I will call it. It's a trading card. Yep. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the history there just for, for your own interest. And I think by way of background, one of the things Erica and I uh, talked about briefly as we started this podcast was this is very much... Um, an exploratory journey. We are learning alongside you, the listener. And so we're bringing you kind of our thoughts and our research almost in real time as we're doing it (laughs) um, to understand, you know, not just at face value that, oh, this is a, there's a playing card. It's a $20 merch item at the merch tent at the shows you go to, but like, what's the history? What's the background? What's the collectability? Why is this of interest? Right. Why are we getting buzz? Mm-hmm. The same friends and community that we have that enjoy collecting posters. Yeah. If you if you're listening, you're probably one of these folks who like us go to the show and you sort of have this agenda of I've got to get to the gate by a certain time. Right. I've got to, to get, get the poster. Is there so. an outdoor merch tent? Right. Get to the indoor merch tent. What are we going to see? Are there different items? Maybe you're. Um, I, I will say it's good to have one of each type of person (laughs) because I'm not that person. It's fun. I enjoy it. I'm really grateful that Mike is the personality that's like, I've got my agenda and I know if I 
get here at this time to get to this place. I've heard through the grapevine or friends or people who we know, you know, from the venues we go to, this is how it works. Um, but I'm not, I'm not great at it. I don't really have the best patience, um, out of the two of us. And, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But, you know, this is something that is new for us that, you know, Mike has seen on, you know, prior to the tour for us, you know, going, our first show of the year was in Wilmington this Mm -hmm. year. And we went to both nights and you scooped up one on the first night. I got night one Mm -hmm. of Wilmington, which was the Joshua Noom, Noom, which is awesome. We have the poster. We did a podcast of like episode two or three live from Wilmington. Check that out Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened yet. Um, And I did manage to get that one. I got actually number 142 out of 150. Yes. We'll talk about the numbers and their application a little bit. But totally missed was not able to get night two of Wilmington, the Brandon Trammell, which is Mm -hmm. a poster also we have and we love. Um, Just these things are limited. They are not easy to obtain. Um, If you're at a show and you're thinking about it Mm -hmm. and you want one of these, I would say... Don't hesitate, grab it, because if you go back, it's They're it's not going to be there. Quickly. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things we talked a little bit about, you know, Mike and I kind of in our in our prior conversation before we were ready to do the podcast is this idea of nostalgia and why mm-hmm. this feels so familiar. Because I said, have they ever done these before? And Mike was like, nope, I've not yeah. in my, but he's like, but they feel familiar. And I said, well, why do they feel familiar? So... I think we are, you know, uh, marketed to to a degree, right? And not that that's a bad thing. Um, that's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. That there is a commercial side uh, to music. Mm-hmm. They're there to make money. We know that. We are fans, just like anything, right? You you line up at an amusement park. You pay your money for admission. You go in. You buy the popcorn. You buy the souvenir. You go to a movie theater. Same kind of drill. Yeah. Music and concerts. There, there's, this is a age old, right? You go in, you buy the poster, you buy the t-shirt, the swag, whatever it might be. Some people, maybe not so much, but it is an ancillary way for the band, for the production to make money um, in addition to just ticket sales. So we understand that we're being marketed to. Why does this feel familiar? What are they hitting on? I think they're hitting on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, we are probably a, a demographic, right? An age group. Of, of people that grew up in the, the 70s, 80s, 90s. And this was a very, very hot time <clears throat> for collector cards. Yes. I'll call them baseball cards, but yeah. you know, it's not just baseball. It was baseball, football, hockey, NBA hoops. Um, and then beyond that, right? The Marvel comic book trading Garbage cards. Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. Phenomenal right? reference, right? Yeah. Um, Movie cards, like the Star Wars universe trading mm-hmm. cards. These just things. Tops was yeah. one of the major companies. Yep. Um, but where does really all of this start? What are trading cards? Um, thought we would go and dig a little deeper just generally. And what we're able to find is that the, the Library of Congress shows that the earliest known baseball card. Um, so the first you know trading card, baseball card, mm-hmm. uh, was from 1865. And this was actually... A, a baseball team in New York, uh, the Brooklyn Atlantics, mm-hmm. they had dominated New York baseball in the early 1860s. And the team basically created a photograph that they reduced to a smaller size and they put it on cardboard, mm-hmm. a quote unquote baseball card. And they handed that out as a souvenir 
to fans or opposing fans attending games. Yeah. And so this was really done as a memento, mm-hmm. as a souvenir, as a takeaway. Yep. Fast forward to today, you're attending a show. Maybe posters aren't your thing. Maybe you don't like to hang them on your wall. Maybe you don't have the space for it. You, you know, maybe you're traveling around for the summer in a camper to chase a bunch of shows. Isn't it cool to have mementos that are the posters from the gig mm-hmm. in the palm of your hand? Yeah. And these, you know, well, like we said earlier, are limited to uh, 150 per card. So, you know, we, we always talk about posters, poster availability. This is as limited as like foils. It's yeah. trying to get a foil at a show. That's right. Let me let me talk about this item now because we're hitting on it. And um, I promise our listeners, Erica and I do have notes and an agenda, but sometimes we weave in and out as we <laughs> as we hit points. Um, it's just how we talk. That's right. Uh, it's discussion format, right? Right. Um, there are now two versions of these cards that I know of floating around. And I just want to call this to the community's attention so that you know what you are looking at mm-hmm. and what you might be buying. Right. Um the cards that I'm holding in my hand, I've managed to acquire a few of them, are the concert edition show or show, show edition, edition cards. Yep. And what this is, I'll let Erica kind of describe it if yeah. you look at one on the front and the back. So the front of it is the poster from the show. So I'm holding right now the Joshua Noom from Wilmington, night one. The front of it is the image of the poster that we know we love, we have in the 18 by 24 size. What I'm holding in my hand is a, what, two and a half by three and a half baseball card. That's right. It is in a clear plastic protector with a holographic sticker sealed sticker that says gas 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 so that was another thing was like what's gas 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 i'll have mike explain that in just a second but the back of the card then has uh the same color print so this one happens to be kind of like a sagey green probably my favorite color we talked about Mm -hmm. this and at the top of it has the fire dancer logo it says dave matthews band tour 2023 and it lists all the shows of the 2023 tour now, I had to get out like some, I take my glasses off because I'm, I'm a little bit older. Um, and I looked on the bottom and there's a logo that also says gas. It has kind of a copyright 2023 Dave Matthews band. And then it also has another copyright 2023 gas trading cards printed in USA. And on the bottom right corner, I've got the numbered edition of the card. So the one I have in my hand is 142 of 150. But so once we were like, okay, we got these cards. They're in a, a protective plastic, not hard as a rock. Like Mike has had some trading cards before that were in these like really heavy duty plastic with like uh, magnetic yeah. adapters to those protect are, them. Those but, are usually called slabs. These are top loader card mm-hmm. cases yeah. or uh, card protector sleeves. Yeah. They're a harder plastic. They're mm-hmm. not a very thin flimsy no, but they plastic really protect the card inside which is yes. cool um, and so i was like well what is this gas 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 and we again did a little real-time research so i'm going to have mike just talk a little bit about who this uh, company is yeah so it's gas g-a-s uh trading cards and it is america i'm sorry an american high-end trading card and collectible company that was founded in 2020 drawing on the team's combined experience in the fields of collectibles, art, streetwear, and pop culture, and recognizing the demand in the trading card market for collectibles 
that hold cultural significance, Gas decided to produce cards that feature relevant people and events in real time, bringing a modern touch to the popular category. Yeah, so so that's directly from Gas's website. You can check out gastradingcards.com for more information. But yeah. what you'll see on there is that they've done these trading cards um, for different bands and groups. There are you know groups ranging from Red Hot Chili Peppers mm -hmm. to Juice World to Dr. Soup Dre. Dog, Dr. Yeah. Dre, like a tin collectible very, set. Looks cool. Very um, pop culture, modern things. And you know, I didn't. And Mike and I were talking about this the other day when we we're you know discussing the idea. But I mean, yes, we grew up with with trading cards but as a as a girl it wasn't really marketed to me mm -hmm. so much as it was baseball and football cards even the garbage pail cards which i knew i didn't really it wasn't like oh my gosh i gotta get them because they were you know grotesque and a little you know gritty but i had friends who really loved them so you know when mike showed me the trading card i was like oh that that's cool but it wasn't like oh my gosh that's so cool it feels nostalgic it feels like i i've got to have one because it it's it feels comfortable and it feels relatable for some reason. Right. Yeah, I think I'm the direct opposite. Um, these were marketed to me. <laughs> I did collect them. The the as I flip through these in my hand and I'm doing it right now in real time, the feeling of nostalgia that I get back is is when I was a kid mm -hmm. and we would either before school or after school wait, waiting for the school bus or after we got off the school bus go to the little local trade. pharmacy or the local local trading card store, mm -hmm. we would flip through their binders of hockey cards for sale. We would buy packs of cards. We would look at them together, got it, got it, need it, want it, trade it, <laughs> hand it to one another, swap back. Um, you know, sometimes you have a friend that was unscrupulous and hustled you out of a really rare card that you didn't know. But, you know, that was part of the yeah. game. Um, and this sort of gotta catch them all mentality that Pokemon I think has coined mm -hmm. um, and we have a good friend of ours when we talk to him about posters he doesn't he doesn't collect posters but he collects other things um, he he told me one time he said you realize these are just giant Pokemon cards right yep. and and I said that's an interesting observation because with posters again yes. what we mainly talk about on this podcast we have those variants that we've talked about the mm -hmm. show edition right. the artist edition yep the foil Foils, variant, the white colors. swirl foil, rainbow foil, yeah. green foil, all these different things yeah. that, that are collectible in nature that change mm -hmm. it up. Yeah. Um, and now we've got this entry into trading cards, which is really sort of a direct reference mm -hmm. to that nostalgia and that trading. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, am I telling you guys, for me, these are a real, a real breath of fresh air and a whole lot of fun mm -hmm. because um, of the nostalgia, but also... If you have a passion for the posters and the art, mm -hmm. let's just let's just put it out there. It's really challenging. We've talked a little bit about the logistics of like yeah. wall space being a thing. Yeah. It's really challenging to number one, collect all of the posters out there right. due to price, size, and just logistics of displaying them. Right. Even if you're able to really grab the majority or all of them mm -hmm. um, to display them and see them is a challenge. We talked a little bit about portfolios yep. that you can get on various websites Which and things like that. Which we just actually did. And there was a really great post uh, on Facebook in, I think it was like a DMB poster collector. Somebody was like, hey, I'm relatively new, got a stairwell, I want to display them. And there were dozens of really cool pictures of, that people have done in their homes. And I said to Mike today, I was like, oh man, it just makes me feel seen. Right. <laughs> you know, because we've got some friends who come into, I think I might have even said this on a previous podcast, we've got friends who come into the house and they're like, wow, you guys have a lot of 
lot of Dave Matthews band posters. And it feels, while it's maybe in a, a, just an observation of the people who, who come in because it's not something they collect, <laughs> but it feels like, oh, why are, you, why are you shaming me for having things that I love? And that post just made me feel very seen and part of a community and collective. And, and so, but, you know, while Mike is talking about this, this collectability of it, we're, we're looking at these things, you know, look, we were lucky to get one live at night one Wilmington. And we also got one at the Burgettstown Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh yep. show. But the rest of the cards that you've gotten were either attained via how and... Uh, yeah, so a couple that I was able to pick up. Um, number one, I, I knew Erica really loved the image, the oh, poster Columbia. from Columbia, Maryland, mm -hmm. Merriweather. Yeah. Um, and I'll just call it Dream Girl. We're probably going to do a podcast on that poster. Mm -hmm. um, just a little spoiler alert. We have one coming uh, through a very good friend. Uh, we haven't received the poster yet, but when we do, we're probably going to do a, a deep dive on it. Um, but I did manage to, through eBay, uh, mm -hmm. negotiate with a seller yeah. and get one of the cards because I knew Erica really loved that image. And I said, well, if I'm going to get one for her, and mm -hmm. she was like, great, thanks. Um, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me try to track that one down. Yeah. So I was able to um, acquire that one. Mm -hmm. And um, then the other ones that we picked up at shows. Yeah. Then I have kind of a handful here. And I just want to talk to folks about th this, uh, this item is that they are called trading cards they right? right they're meant to be traded mm -hmm. and just a reminder to some of the folks out there because what we're seeing is values on these things are going kind of crazy on ebay right now yeah i mean the the night one and night two from deer creek mm -hmm. are collectively going for over 400 on ebay um, these are 20 dollars items at yes. the show all right they're limited to 150 each but they're 20 bucks if you mm -hmm. get them at the merch tent which is a great value, by the way, like retail value. It is. Yeah, when we talk about you're you're going into a show to get, we get the posters, and right now a standard poster cost is what sixty sixty bucks. Mm -hmm. If you want a foil, it's one fifty. One fifty. Yep. And so if you again get there early and you want to pick up one of these cards for twenty bucks as a memorabilia, as a souvenir, mm -hmm. I mean it's a it's a great value if you can find them that's right that's the trick can you find right. them and i think people are getting mm -hmm. wiser to it they're they know well, these things are sought after now it's a new you know it's a new hot way for maybe you to grab a little extra cash if you're a, a flipper yeah i mean i hate to say it but yeah and again not not that there's anything no, wrong with that no. if that's how people are surviving or, right. or helping to fund their travel yeah. and their their tour i get it mm -hmm. um just wanted to circle back a little bit about the actual items so we're looking at the show edition in hand um oh and i do want to talk about the trade so um let me let me talk about the trade yeah. first so the the rest of the cards that i have in hand mm -hmm. um my good friend chris um had a few and he decided he's not really that into it and i said look you know i'd i'd be interested in them because i am trying to kind of put together a set here i think it's a challenge it's difficult yeah. to do Am I going to do it? Maybe, probably not. It's just really hard to track down each one for each show. And then they do become cost prohibitive at a point. Yeah. Um, Erica and I were fortunate enough to get a couple of the posters from the Darien Lake show. Mm -hmm. um, and and we, we kept the foil. We had the regular. And we wanted to see if any of our friends needed the regular. Yep. Chris was interested. 
and we got to a deal. He said, hey, how about I just trade you my trading cards and yeah. you send me that regular edition poster? And I said, that's a great deal. Let's that's do it. And it worked out for both parties. Right. There was something that he really wanted and needed. Mm -hmm. We had it, something that I was looking to compile. He was looking to unload. Um, good value lined up. And, and we made it happen. And to me, that is the value that surpasses all of these numbers and things we're talking about here. This is a friend that I met through sort of collecting posters. Yeah. We've become very good friends. You meet people. You develop relationships while you're in line. It shows at these merch tents mm -hmm. um, and then in the community. Maybe also in the bathroom while you're waiting at a Porta John <laughs> at a show in Burgettstown. That's right. Um, <laughs> or in the Facebook groups, the community, yeah. um, or, or otherwise. My point is that, you know, if we look at the nostalgia of these things, part of it is remembering when we were kids and That's we right. had cards in our hand right. and we either played them or we traded them and we talked about them, we engaged over them. And then that, you know, that feeling, that development of friendship um, and just enjoyment over the, the image or the item or whatever. Mm -hmm. To me, that's where the value really lies. And this was just a really cool, I said, I said to Erica, I haven't traded cards with anybody <laughs> since I was probably like 12 years old, maybe, maybe 13 yep. years old. And so to go back to this now where it's like, sure, I'll send you my one giant card mm -hmm. through the mail. And you send me, you know, four or five of your little <laughs> tiny cards through, but, the, through the mail. But it, hearing you say that mm -hmm. makes me feel joyful. Yeah. Not just in a way that it was like, okay, well, we, we, we got something. Look, we got both Mike and I really love the Darien Lake image. We uh, were lucky enough through the artist proof drop. I snagged the foil and he was trying to get the white swirl. It was gone, but he was able to get the regular AP edition. And, you know, I was like, well, we don't really need two. He's like, well, we got two. And I think, you know, having that and, and being able to then trade it for something that somebody really, really wanted, it's, it's really cool. So I see this. I'm not a big Facebooker. The only reason I got back on Facebook was for uh, a pin group that Mike is in. And then also uh, these, you know, for the podcast, obviously. But now, you know, knowing what is out there, these these poster collecting groups are really cool. And I see on there for sale, for trade, in search of, and it's it's very reminiscent. I don't even know, you know, what the what the word is, but like, there's just something about being with other people who get it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, like you said. I think there's a validation point, but it's also it's. It's not to me, like you made the point about somebody saying, oh, you've got a lot of Dave Matthews posters or whatnot. And I think there was a point in my life where I cared about yeah. comments like that. And maybe it's just age or maybe it's just certainty <laughs> that I I know the things that I like and that they yeah. are meaningful to me. And I just kind of don't care anymore, like the thoughts of others on things like that. Right. So putting validation aside, um, I think it is what I would chalk up to the word community. Yes. It is that when you're as passionate about something and you find somebody else is passionate about that oh, same yeah. thing, it's a it's a place of common ground and mm -hmm. it's a good foundation to it's, start a friendship. It's belonging. Yeah. It's a feeling of belonging. You go to shows and you meet people who love Dave Matthews' band as much as you do. You feel like you're part of something bigger. And I think that's something that we all strive to, to look for is to be with people who think and feel and and find joy in the things that we 
also find joy in that just ties you together in a way that, you know, maybe you work with people and, you know, every day you're there, but, you know, you're not really friends or whatnot. And, and there's something different about this. And part of the podcast creation was to really collectively talk about the community as a whole as well, because it's relatively new-ish, even though we've been collecting for 10 years, if not more, but relatively new for me because, you know, I'm a social media manager for the podcast page on Mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and the conversations that I have had, the people that I have connected with through just the, the messaging component of Instagram, it's just, it, it brings so much joy. And now it's like, you know, Mike teases me that I make friends on the internet and then I go to far off lands and places to meet them in real life. And I do, (laughs) um, shout out to my girlfriend, Steph and uh, Shauna, who I met on the internet and then met in, in Mexico. Cause you know, even though we're telling our kids like, don't meet people on the internet and go off with them. But this is something that's different. I feel like, you know, you're a day fan, you get the green check mark by me, but the community, the conversations and the viewpoints too. I don't always love poster that comes out, but maybe Mike is like, man, I love this. This is hot. This is amazing. And you know, some of the conversations that we have online are really cool. The viewpoints that people, you know, see Mm -hmm. is, I just, I love that. And this is one of those places where I feel like you can expand your viewpoints to say, Oh, I didn't notice that. Or I didn't see that. Or, um, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, and I think these trading cards are a really good example. This is something that mm-hmm. I quickly got fired up over, and you were kind of like, yeah, okay, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like the posters, so yes. I get that I kind of also like that tiny version of the poster. <laughs> but then from like the collectability of like, why do you need all these plastic sleeves in your, in your hand? <laughs> it's something I probably get, quote-unquote, get more than you, quote-unquote, yes. get because of that kind of nostalgia throws back to being a kid. A tactile feeling of flipping through cars. To try to um, keep us on some assembly <laughs> of a agenda, there was another point I wanted to get back to here, and that is, and I think I stumbled in this a couple times, but let me come full circle. The ones that we are looking at right now in hand, that mm-hmm. we either acquired at show or I traded through my friend with the poster trade, uh, these are show edition. Yes. And so they are that size we discussed. They're by gas. They're in the top loader plastic trading card. They are the image of the show poster from that night on the front, on the back. They are all different colors. So each one, so for instance, the Merriweather show has a purple back. Mm -hmm. The uh, first show of the tour from Texas, the Todd Slater Minotaur has a yellow back. Just each one has a different back color. Um, there's the fire dancer logo in the upper left-hand corner in the lower right-hand corner, the, the edition it is out of 150 made. And then the back, like Erica discussed is the checklist of all the tour dates. Right. So that's kind of your, your old tops trading card, like got it, got it, need it, got it kind of thing. Okay. There's another version out there. And this is something that sort of became apparent recently. The first one that I saw mm-hmm. was when they did the Dave Matthews solo show in New York for Sirius. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was an image of that poster done on a trading card. Right. I'm not sure if that card was available at the show. I'm still trying to figure that out. But right after the warehouse put up for order mm-hmm. that show, I quickly snapped it up. It was $15, which was mm-hmm. interesting. Because they're 20 at the show. It was a pre-order, um, right? And it, was, it was a pre-order. 
That one might have actually been 20. I have to go back and check. Bear with me. Um, what will be on the back of that card is the set list that Dave played in New York. We just saw this for the second time now. For Deer Creek. It went up for Deer Creek. Night one, the James Flames poster. Mm -hmm. yep. Night two, the Jim Mazza poster. Yeah. Jim Mazza. How Mazza. Potato, potato. Um, sorry if I mispronounced it. Both fire posters. I mean, just blazing. Awesome. Artists that are very popular. They've been around for Dave Matthews for a while. Mm -hmm. If you know James Flames, if you know Jim Mazza, yep. you know their imagery. These are right in their wheelhouse, right? And, and there were foil variants of the, the posters for each. Both um, difficult to get, as I understand, at Deer Creek. Mm -hmm. um, and they made cards at the show as yep, well. for show cards. I'm seeing those blow up on eBay. Yeah, what did two, you say? The two-pack? Somebody wanted 400 and it, Over 400 all, You know, approaching 500 for the yeah. two of them. The James Flames one, um, I've seen go for in the 200s, I think. I think there's one for the Mazza one right now that is over 200. It's just kind of crazy that, yep. that that's where it's going. But I understand it. It's a collectability thing. Um, those are the show edition that have that tour checklist on the back. This week, the warehouse, Dave Matthews Band Fan Club, also dropped some Creek End, Deer mm -hmm. Creek merch that you yep. could order. You could order the t-shirt and you could order each of the trading cards. Right. This is where I saw the price discounted. From $20 at the show to $15 each, yeah. but they are different. Mm -hmm. What is going to be on the back of each of those cards is not the, the tour dates. It's the set list for each night. Will those be limited edition numbered? I don't yet know. I If they are, I think they're going to be in greater edition. What they are showing is these cards are a pre-order. Right, so... And, if you think about that pre-order, for everybody who orders it, they'll make them. So generally, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if they have a, hey, we'll sell out after a thousand, but Mike called me up and he was like, hey, I need you to get on right now. Go go to, it. actually, they were not on the warehouse. They were on the shop DMB. Right, that's right. And he was like, go order them right now. They're up. And I was like, okay. So as I'm like going through the process, Mike's like, never mind. I got them. I got yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, they're not the show cards. They're, right. not, they're not the tour, like from the venue cards, they're a, a show, creek end, memorabilia, collectability that have the set list on the back. That's right. And, so and I was okay with yeah. having, because for my own personal kind collection. of collection and set, yeah. like I, I just like having the small stack of images to flip through mm -hmm. in the palm of my hand. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily feel compelled to say, well, I also now need the James Flames and Jim Mazza cards from the Creek End that mm -hmm. are numbered with the show set list on the back. Yeah. I'm not judging anyone if they do. If that's how you collect more power to you, I just want to make you aware that these are two separate items. Right. There is the show edition that has the limited out of 150 right. tour dates on the back. There is now this other, looks like to be uh, Dave Matthews Band store or warehouse edition that are going to be um, mm -hmm. set lists on the back, which in and of itself is its own cool thing, right? If I start to imagine being able to flip through each of these posters yeah. and then turn it over and see the well, set list of what was takes, played. It, it takes away, right now, how do we go and look up set lists? We go to Hub. Right. Or we go to, you know, mm -hmm. one of our favorite Instagram, you know, DMV, DMV Society, Almanac. Almanac. Uh, and so that's how we kind of go and look for set lists and things of that nature. But it's, it is refreshing to not have to look at a screen. 
That's to right. to go and say, oh, what was the set list from that show? I don't have the memory to be able to ramble off like, oh, I remember that I opened with blah, 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 blah. Like, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, which I don't think I ate breakfast. But so <laughs> I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the the disconnection and not in a, the unpluggedness. Right. Is that a good word? Well, and you start to think about, can you, for, at home with your friends, right, or with your DMB fam, wherever yeah. you might be, yeah. if you get a stack of these, mm -hmm. can you start to create your own little DMB game out of it? Like, Erica, I'm going to show you an image, and I want you to name me three songs that were played at this show. I would fail miserably. <laughs> but there are people, out, I mean, I don't I know that I would be would, one of them. You would. Yes, for you some would. shows. But there are, there are a lot of people out there. For the shows there, we attended. There are sure. a lot of people out there, like, I can tell you the opener, the closer, and XYZ. And it'll be amazing. Yep. And that's a total random thought, but man, wouldn't that be fun to I be mean. to do? And if you if you if you can't name one, then you have to yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe have a beverage or something. Uh, if it was if it was Dave Matthews and his best friend, it would probably work into the slap game. I don't know if you've seen where they slap <laughs> each other in the face. Um, but that's hilarious when those guys do that. Uh, oh, name three songs or you get slapped. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's gonna be a fairly popular game, but maybe no, no. Um <laughs> I mean, it makes me wonder, though, where do we go from here with these trading cards? If there are some, like for Creek End, that are being created for the mm -hmm. Dave store, are they maybe testing the waters to yeah. see what the orders are like? Yeah. And then do they go back with gas and say, we want to do a, a set, a full mm -hmm. set? Because this will happen in the trading card space. You might get the 2023-2024 the tops baseball card mm -hmm. set for that year mm -hmm. that is different from some of the collectible features in the packs okay. and so what i'm saying is maybe they create at some point uh, an image with some different color backs and the set lists on yeah. each one of the shows and sell that as a box set either through gas or through dave matthews the other question i have is is this catching on enough where does this go in the future because the other things that we see in the trading card space that the poster space has kind of mimicked. And now do we mimic back? Do there become foil variants of these cards at some point? Yeah, I don't know. Do there become 3D hollow images? Do they become, <laughs> we're going to have a swatch of Carter Beaufort's drummer's jersey uh, inserted, an autographed one Who in knows? random packs? Who knows? Well, I'd be curious to see, you know, uh, if you follow us on socials, you know, Give us a comment on the post and, and let us know, you know, are you collecting these cards? What do you think about them? Do you feel like they should stick around? Is this going to be a one and done? Are we going to now start seeing these every tour? I, I would just love to continue the conversation um, online and uh, let us know, you know, have you, have you scooped? Do they say it's scooped? Scooped. Have you yeah. scooped any of these where you have um, gotten them from? And, you know, I think, you know, once the tour is over and, and we see, you know, going forward next year or maybe a fall tour, will this continue? I don't know. But it's a fun new uh, addition to the, the collectability, the groups. And um, I know Mike has really enjoyed trying to snag some of these. Um, I've enjoyed how much, you know, fun it's been for him to see him do that and, uh, we hope to continue the conversation online and hear from you guys, uh, you know, there. Yeah, and again, thank you for your support for the podcast, for tuning in, for listening, for sharing, liking, subscribing, all of those things. Um, again, <clears throat> really, 
enjoying where this is going in the journey. Erica and I are having a lot of fun. We're enjoying our conversations with you uh, online and beyond. And look forward to uh, seeing you on a future podcast. That's right, y'all. Have a good one.